You are listening to an Elam Christian Centre podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged and empowered by the message you are about to hear. To the first part in our outpouring series. How are you doing this morning, church? Feeling okay? You're looking pretty good, 9am. Thank you, boys. Uh, so cool to be able to be here. Beck sends her love. She's at our West Campus this morning. She's preaching out there, so she says hello, and uh, just so stoked to have everyone here. Can I just say, uh, Pastor Dan Owen, what a word in the middle of worship. I was like, okay, I need to not preach. Just take the microphone, bro. You're up. This is your moment. Rise and shine. Uh, no, man, what a great word, just speaking to the heart of our church and stuff, and just an amazing man of God, love you and value you so much, bro. You know, if you knew how sick Dan was today, you would be amazed that he's up here leading where he can barely talk, he can barely sing, uh, but praise God for you, my man. Can we give it up for Dan? Isn't he a legend? Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome those online. Botany Campus, come on, put your hands together. Welcome our online family here today. People tuning in from all around the place, and uh, we've got church members all around the world now. There's a uh, uh, young lady in Fiji watching us today. Welcome. So good to have you here. Sunita. That's right. Her name's Sunita, right? Hey, welcome, Sunita. So good to have you. I was just chatting with someone today. He's like, my girlfriend is in Fiji. She's part of our church. She's done growth. She's doing alpha. She's, I'm like, okay, cool. Hi. Welcome. One house, many rooms. Um, and I want to just also encourage you to go check out the uh, small group store, the small groups market out there. If you're not in a small group, make sure you get in. Uh, and then tonight, our revival nights kick off tonight at 5 p.m. Uh, if you're just hungry for more, if you want to lean into God more, come on out tonight. Uh, we're, we're just going to make some space just to come and meet with our Creator and believe God for just a move. If you need healing in your body, if you need a touch from God, make sure you get here tonight. We're going to have an absolutely awesome time. I'm preaching too, by the way. Another one. Two messages, different messages. You know how hard it is to write two messages in one week? This one will be good. The other one, we'll figure it out. Let's go straight in there. Let's go turn to Acts chapter 1. If you've got the app, grab the app. If you've got a Bible, grab your Bible. It's going to come up on the screen as well. Acts chapter 1, starting in verse number 4, it says this, on one occasion, this, just for context, this is Jesus after he's resurrected, um, speaking to his disciples. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days we baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said, that, said to them, it's not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the very ends of the earth. This passage is like a precursor to Acts 2. If you read forward in your Bible to Acts 2, there's the, the day of Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And um, what I want to do is I want to pull out some observations that I've made from this passage we've just read, because I, I really believe that they're going to give us a great insight and understanding to the power, the person, and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. All right, are you ready? We're going to set this up. So my first outpouring observation is this. Number one, write this down. The Holy Spirit is the answer. What's one plus one? The Holy Spirit. <laughs> See if you'll get away with that. Um, I know you're all wondering, so I'll tell you, it's my birthday coming up. <laughs> it's the first of August. It's birthday month, everybody. And I know you're all wondering when it is. A couple of weeks' time, it's going to be my birthday. So I appreciate you guys and, and all the gifts that are going to come. 
Um, <laughs> go me, yay, birthday. Um, I'll be 39 years young. I know, I know, I know. Some of you, some of you are sitting there going, wow, I know the years have not been kind. I have a wife, she stresses me out, wreaks all kind of havoc on me. She's not here, so I'm allowed to say that. But when it comes to birthdays, like, I'm terrible because I always want to know what's happening. What am I getting? What, what's the plan? Like, I'm always like, Bex, what are we doing? Have you got some stuff? Well, this is what I want. What, what are we doing? And I'm always trying to, like, find out what she's planned. What have you planned? What are we doing? Where are we going? When is it? And she's like, you need to calm down. You need to stop. Just all you need to know is that something's going to happen. It's all you need to know. But I'm like, I'm terrible at it. I'm always trying to dig and fish for information. I was looking, like, through wardrobes for presents and... <laughs> Like, that, like me, when it comes to my birthday, the disciples are asking Jesus um, in this passage, what's going to happen? They're like, Lord, what's going to happen next? What, what's what's going to play out? They say this, they, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And, and God, they're like, God, what are you up to? What are you doing? What's, what's the plan? What's next? Where are you leading us into? Uh, what, like, what, what do we do? What's going to happen? What's gonna, well, God, how are you going to work this out? What, what's your plan, God? And, and the response that they get from Jesus is this. It's not for you to know the times or dates that the Father has set by His own authority. In other words, all that stuff is God's business. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. His answer to the question of what is God going to do is to give them a what. This is what I'm giving you. It's not to answer the question of, hey, this is how God's going to work it out. This is how it's all going to play out. Here's the answer to what God's going to do. He's going, yeah, I know, I know you want to know stuff, but I want to give you something. I want to give you something. He says, my answer is, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. God, what are you going to do? I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. God, how are you going to work this out? I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. God, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to make this happen? Uh, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. He's like, leave my business to me. That's my business to know. What I'm, my answer to your question is this, you're going to get power and the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The gift of the Holy Spirit is the answer to the question of God, what are you up to? God, what are you doing? How many of us would look at our lives and look at the world right now and go, God, what are you up to? God, how are you going to make this work out? God, when are you going to establish this? And when are you going to bring New Zealand back to, back to you? And when are we going to see revival? And God, what are you, what, how are you going to do all this stuff? And he's like, my business, but I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. God's answer to the question is, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. Here's a little like catchphrase if you want to live by it. I try and live by this. It's this, I don't know, but I do have. I don't know what God's going to do, but I do have the Holy Spirit. I don't know how this is going to work, but I do have the Holy Spirit. I was catching up with a really good friend of mine, actually my mentor. He discipled me when I first got saved, Darren Walsfold, great man of God. And uh, he was telling me, man, Steve, sat down with me for lunch, literally like two days ago. He said, Steve, I feel like God is stirring me and leading me to write a book of my life, like share my story. And he's got a crazy story, amazing testimonies, miracles, breakthroughs, like death experiences. Like he's just gone through so much. And I'm like, he's like, Steve, I really just feel this conviction that God is wanting me to share and write my story. And I'm like, awesome, write the book, bro. And he's like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how to write a book. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I have this sense that God wants me to do something, but I don't know. I said, Darren, I know you don't know, but you have. You have the Holy Spirit. I know you don't know how this is gonna work. I know you don't know how to write a book. I, don't know, I know you don't know who to talk to, but what you do have is you have the Holy Spirit. Do you think I know how to run a church and preach and lead people? No. What? Uh, listen, why is it? 
I can see a lot of our staff nodding. If anyone's looking for a job, we have some openings. I don't know, but I do have the Holy Spirit. Some of you need to hear this today. That you're thinking, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through this valley, but you do have the Holy Spirit. How am I going to overcome this addiction and this thing? You do have the Holy Spirit. How am I going to see breakthrough in my marriage? You do have the Holy Spirit. How am I going to see healing? You do have the Holy Spirit. How am I going to get beyond this situation that I'm in? You do have the Holy Spirit. How am I going to step into what I feel God leading me into, which is bigger than me? You do have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the answer. The Holy Spirit is the answer. My second observation is this. Number two, the Holy Spirit has a purpose. Did you hear that? When something awkward happens, it's better just to say. (laughs) The Holy Spirit has a purpose. The Holy Spirit is the answer. The Holy Spirit has a purpose. My wife, God bless her, and I'm preaching about her and putting her under the bus today because she's in West, so I can do that. Um, she loves to buy um, things for our house that look pretty. I like to have things that have purpose, right? I like to have things that are functional. Often I'll get home, like I'll get home from a hard day's work, and I'll show up, and out of the corner of my eye, I'll see an object that we didn't own when I left the house. (laughs) Any other men know, like husbands that I'm talking about, you're like, where did that come from? What's that? When did we get that? Uh, recently. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? It's a bowl. Can I eat out of it? No. It's decorative. What does it do? It sits there. Why? Because it's pretty. Its purpose is to look pretty. We're going to start a support group for husbands. <laughs> sign up. Meet me at the market. We're going to sign up. I don't understand what the purpose of this is. I've, I've come to realize this. A lot of Christians, and maybe many in this room, we get the Father, we understand Him. We get the Son, we understand what He did, His death and resurrection on the cross to pay the debt of our sin, to reconcile us to the Father. We get them. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we're like, what does He do? What's His job? What's his function? How do, I, how do I know him? And Jesus, in this passage, gives us uh, a really clear primary purpose for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses. The primary purpose, the primary function, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to do what? To be my witnesses, to live a life that honors and glorifies God and advances the kingdom of God. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to give you the power to do that. The the Holy Spirit isn't just there to make you feel spiritual. He's there to make you live spiritual. And so many of us, we, 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 we narrow the Holy Spirit down to a feeling or to a, like a little spiritual tickle we might feel in church. Like, ooh. And then when we don't feel that, we think He's not there. But the purpose of the Holy Spirit primarily, look, I'm all about experiencing the power of God. I met Jesus because He showed up in an office block in Penrose and just totally like, covered my body, my life in the power and presence of God. I met Him there. But, but listen, the primary purpose of the Holy Spirit isn't to make you feel spiritual. It's to help you live spiritual. 
Right now, Bex and I are doing some landscaping at our house. We bought a, a new house, and the, 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 the backyard is like on a 45-degree angle down to a creek. So like, you know those cheese rolling like competitions you see in England? We could do that at our house. You're all coming over. We're all going to run down the hill, chase cheese. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, Google that. You're going to have a fun afternoon. And uh, we've got one, of my, one of my best friends, Kirby, he sits on the front row. He owns a, a concrete company, and he's got a digger. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I need to do some retaining. I need to build. He's like, I'll come over. I'll help you out. And pretty much by help me out, he means he's going to do all the work, and I'm going to like lead on a spade. And so he comes over, and he brings his digger, and he's like going hard on the digger. And I'm just mesmerized by the digger. I'm like, this is so cool. I'm watching him. And he's like, bro, have you got something else you could do? I'm like, no, I'm watching. Like, I'm just there and making him feel awkward. And then he leans over. He goes, bro, do you want to have a go? And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> so I get on the digger, and I'm sitting there, and he's ch- showing me like what does what, and there's foot levers, and there's this lever, and there's that lever, and he's explaining it to me, but I hear nothing he says. I'm nodding my head, I'm smiling, I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear nothing, why? Because five-year-old Steve just woke up. <laughs> I just completely regressed, and the dialogue in my head is this, digger. Digger, 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 digger. I'm on a digger. I'm on a digger. Digger digs hole. Digger goes vroom. That's all I hear. I'm so thankful that he didn't go, got it? Cool. See you later. And went off for a, for a break. He stayed right there with me and he helped me. It's like, I'm in the driver's seat and, I, and he's going, no, no, don't pull that, pull that. He's helping me to do it. Uh, thank goodness he didn't leave me alone and, and, and just let me go nuts on the digger. He helped me along the way. One of my favorite names of the Holy Spirit is the helper. The helper. John 15, 26. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. Friends, God doesn't just call you out to serve him and then go, cool, have a good time, see you on the other side. He calls you out to serve him, and then he gives you the power of the Holy Spirit to enable you to live the life, to, to do this thing that God is calling you to li- do, to, to live out the plan, to reach lost people, to establish the kingdom of God. It will empower you and help you and teach you and give you what you need to live the life that God has called you to live. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit. One of the greatest maturity moments that every Christian should get to in their life, and I pray we get there sooner rather than later, is the moment when you realize this is not about me. It's a beautiful moment where you realize, man, this isn't about what I can do. This isn't about my gift and my ability and my charisma and my potential. No, no, this is not about me at all. This is all about God filling me to enable me to do things way beyond what I could do in my own life. And I know you're sitting there going, see, that's really easy for you to say because you're so capable and articulate and (laughs) handsome. And (laughs) And you might be sitting there thinking, (laughs) you might be sitting there thinking, man, but I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I could never lead a small group. I could never serve God. I'm too shy. My past is too big. I'm too broken. I'm too messed up. Here's the news. God already knows what you're like, and he still chose you. I'm too messed up. I'm too broken. God knows. And he still says, come follow me. See, the, the, the most beautiful thing you, should, you can learn is to go, man, it's actually not about me at all. It's about me just being surrendered to God, letting the Holy Spirit fill my life and lead me way beyond me. That if we spend our Christian life 
relying on our own ability, we miss the power. We miss the power. If this faith journey for you is all about what you can achieve and do, you're missing the power of God to enable you to live it. I love what John the Baptist says, John 3.30. He must increase, I must decrease. A prayer I pray every single Sunday is this. God, help me get out the way. Help me get out the way. I don't want this to be about me. I don't want this to be what I can do or my own ability. I want to get out of the way and let God do what He wants to do in my life. I want the power of the Holy Spirit to outwork in my life. Otherwise, there's no power, there's just me. My third thought, band, you guys can join me, is this. My final outpouring observation is this. The Holy Spirit brings advancement. Brings advancement. That passage says this, but you're gonna receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the very ends of the earth. Let's break that down a little bit. Jerusalem is their current position, their current city. That's where they are. Jesus is like, you're gonna receive power right here, right where you're planted, right where you are in Jerusalem, there's power. You're gonna be my witnesses in that spot. But then it goes a bit bigger than that. It's gonna go Jerusalem, then Judea. Judea is the, the surrounding territory, the territory within which the city sits. Jerusalem, now we're gonna get a bit bigger. We're going to Judea. Judea is the territory. And then we're gonna go to Samaria. Samaria is the neighboring territory. It's right on the border. It's the neighboring territory. And then to the very ends of the earth. We're gonna go Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and way beyond. In fact, it went so far, it got here to 159 Botany Road in Auckland. It got so far, it went to wherever you're sitting in your home online. That's how far this thing has spread and reached. When the Holy Spirit outpours in your life, it does not bring regression, it brings progression. It advances, it starts here, but then it moves, and it moves, and it moves. When the Holy Spirit filled the early church, 3,000 people were added to the church that day. 3,000, if you don't like big church, you would have hated the early church. I don't like big church. Well. Peter preaches one message, 3,000 people get saved. It's progression, not regression. Advancement. Then uh, when the believers are filled with the Holy Spirit, they go from cowardly to courageous. We go from a bunch of people who scattered at the cross, denied Jesus, to being a whole bunch of people who literally died for their faith, who established churches all around the world. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a big move. When the apostle Peter got up to preach, he went from the guy that denied Jesus three times in front of a slave servant girl to being the person who stood up and preached boldly in front of everybody. How does that happen? How does that work? Man, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, when you have the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in your life, it brings progression, not regression. It brings advancement. And I wanna say this, and, and I say this with all like grace and and gentleness in my heart, and I say this not in a judging way, but I really feel this is for some people today. Have you ever wondered why for some of you, you're not growing in your faith? Have you ever wondered like, why am I just, my faith just is stagnant. Like I haven't grown in five years. I've been in the same spiritual position, the same level of maturity, the same depth of the word. I've been in this, just, I'm just flatlining in my Christian faith. 
stuck in the same patterns, the same behaviors, the same toxic mindsets, the same sin. You just, there's no progression. If you look back on your life, you go, man, I'm in the same spot I was five years ago. No progress. If you're in a position where you're stuck, where you're not progressing, can I maybe suggest that you're missing something? I'll say that better. You're missing someone. Maybe it's time to get filled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will bring progression, advancement. If you wanna overcome, if you wanna step out boldly, if you wanna grow, if you wanna be someone who advances the kingdom of God in your own life and the life of those around you, get filled with the Holy Spirit. And here's what we're gonna do. Um, at the end of our service, we've got a, a, a big ministry team, that prayer team that'll be down the front. And if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, if you've never had God pour out on your life and been prayed for for that, then our team would love to stand with you and pray. It's totally up to you. It's just a free open invitation. There's no pressure. Like you can go to heaven and not be filled with the Holy Spirit. So your salvation's not in question, but can you live an empowered life? Can you live an overcoming life? Can you live a life that really makes a difference for the kingdom of God? I think it's gonna be hard. That's why you need the power of the Holy Spirit. And our team will be here to pray for you. And I'm gonna pray in just a moment for all of us, just as we're sitting here, that God would just pour out on our lives in a fresh way, that we'd have a fresh openness and sensitivity to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And then tonight, our revival nights kick off. And we just, again, it's just, it's nothing weird. We're just gonna create more space and time and intentionality just to lean in and just hear from God and just be in worship and pray and just be prayed for and just open up some space for us to do that. Does that sound cool? Can I pray for you, church? All right, let's bow our heads for a moment. Just right where you are, if you are, if you feel comfortable just to open your hands in a posture of maybe receiving from God. Father in heaven, we would come right now for those in the room in Botany and those with us in our online campus as we sit in this moment in a posture of receiving from you. I thank you for the promise of the helper, the promise of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, God, that we may not know all the answers, but your answer to us is to give us the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray right now that we would be a people that know the significance and the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that we would know that this life is not about us and our power and our ability, but it's about being filled with you, with your power to live the life you're calling us to live. Father, I pray that you give us the power, give us the, the impetus, Lord, to go and live this life that you're calling us to live. God, I pray for any in this room that are just lacking advancement. There's just like a stagnation to their faith. I pray right now for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit to bring breakthrough in their lives. Father, I pray across all of our people right now. I pray for a fresh move, a fresh touch, a fresh infilling right now, Father, of your Holy Spirit on your people. Those who are stuck, Lord, that they will get unstuck. Lord, that those who are, who are not moving, Lord, there will be advancement, oh God. Those who are scared to step into their future in you, that there will be a courage and a boldness to follow the leading of your Holy Spirit. Those in this room, Lord, that are questioning, God, what are you up to? What are you up to? What are you doing? When is this gonna happen? I pray that you would give them a confidence knowing they may not know, you will know, but you're gonna give them power. 
Father, I pray for each of us. Lord, give us a, a sensitivity to the leading of your Holy Spirit. That we would be a people not led by our own emotion or feeling or our own impulses, God, but we would be people led by the Spirit. Lord, I pray for a fresh hunger to rise in this house, that we would desire you more than anything, and that in you we would be richly satisfied. I just really feel like this morning that there's some people who you've been resisting stepping into the call of God for you because you're looking at you. And you feel like God's leading you into something. Maybe it's, maybe it's ministry, maybe it's an internship, maybe it's a business venture, maybe it's just to go into some kind of uh, like prayer ministry. Or something. I don't know, whatever it is. You know what it is. But I really just uh, get the sense that God is wanting you to take the step. And for so long, you've been sitting on this thing, not moving because you are looking at yourself, your own ability, your own capability, your own gifting, your own uh, uh, education, everything. You're thinking, man, I can't do that. I really believe the word of God for you today is, yes, you can't, but with me, all things are possible. And for you, it's time to stop looking at you and start allowing God to fill you and trusting that he will give you all you need to fulfill what he's called you to fulfill. Father, I pray your blessing on all these people. May we know the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I wanna pray one more prayer, just with your eyes closed and head bowed. If you are in this room today and maybe you have never made a decision to get your life right with God. Maybe you're here today, you've come with family or friends, or maybe you've walked in these doors on, uh, just by yourself and you're sitting here going, man, Steve, I don't, I don't know Jesus. I've never made a decision to follow Him. I've never given my life over to God. Friends, I wanna tell you the truth is God loves you. God made you. God's got a great plan for your life. Where you all mess up, we all fall short of God's standard. The Bible calls that sin. And our sin, it separates us from God. And the payment for our sin, the payment that's due is death. But God in His grace, He sent His own Son, Jesus, to the cross. And when He died on that cross, He took upon Himself everything you and I would do for our sin. He died, He paid the debt, then He conquered death and the grave, and He rose again to new life. And He extends to every single person here today a brand new start, grace, forgiveness for all your wrongs, a new beginning that begins right here, right now. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. You get to walk, <clears throat> sorry, walk into the plans that God has for you. And then friends, there's this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. And if you're here and you're not right with God, but you wanna be, I wanna invite you to pray a simple prayer with me. I'll pray this out loud. You don't have to pray it out loud. You just pray it with me in your heart. Just say these words right now. Say, God, right here and right now, I surrender my life to you. I know I've sinned and I know I've messed up, but I believe Jesus, you died for me. So right now, I turn from my old life and I turn to you. I ask you to come in and be the Lord of my life. I choose from this day to live for you in Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and every head bowed, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I'm so proud of you. If you prayed that online, again, so proud of you. It's an amazing decision. And I wanna invite you to take one little step of faith. Uh, this is just putting a little bit of action to your decision. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna count to three. When I get to three, if you pray that prayer, I want you to be really bold, really brave, and I want you right where you are just to put your hand up nice and high so I can see it. If you're online, there's a button coming up you can push. It says, I raise my hand. Push that button. I want, I want you to do that because I want to put a little bit of action to your decision. Are you ready? I'm gonna count to three. I want you to be bold, be brave. One, two, 
three. Hands up nice and high right now. Say, Steve, that's me. Yeah, my man. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right down the back over there. Thank you so much. Anyone else saying, Steve, that's me. That's me. That's me. Anyone online? Online, we see you there too. Another one online. Thank you so much. God bless you online. Anyone else saying, Steve, that's me. Count me in. Just nice and high so I can see it. Yeah, right down the back. Right down the back. There are three of you. Awesome. Thank you so much. So worth the wait. Another three online. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. Awesome. You can put your hands down now. God, we thank you so much for the work you're doing here. Thank you for new life that's come to those people. And we pray, Lord, fill them. Lord, bless them. May they truly know the life you have for them. In Jesus' name. Come on, church. Put your hands together. It's so good. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.